Previously on Once Upon a Time in Vegas. Waylon, where are you? It's been a week since we've heard from you. I didn't even get to see the girl. I need your help. Her lucid moments are getting fewer and I can't be here all the time. I don't know what to do. She's becoming far more than I can handle by myself. Okay, okay. I'll get there. Hector. Let me introduce you to one of my students. This is Waylon Bluth. Maria, this is a bit bold, even for you. Do you really think you should be so friendly with your students? Look, Hector, I learned a long time ago that if you're going to get what you want, you have to hunt it down and pounce on it. What's happening to me? It's best not to think about it right now. Just go back to sleep. <gasps> okay. Nana? Yes, sweetheart. Aren't you dead? <laughs> we'll talk about that in the morning. My special girl. Here, Tessa, have some water. Oh, Nana, I'm so cold. You keep that compress on your head. Hopefully the fever will break. Do you think you could try some food? Maybe in a while. All right. Are you still up to talking? Yes, please. Talk to me while I'm sane. Well, what else do you remember about that night? I vaguely remember you talking to Jeff and thinking you were my Nana, but later I figured I was delirious. It was probably both. But I don't understand. Everyone thinks you died three years ago. Almost four. I had to protect my family, both ours and the pack. It was getting too dangerous for us to stay in New York. Of course, I was almost never here, but too many questions would have been asked. So I disappeared. Yeah, and thinking that you were dead put everyone's mind right at ease. Do you want me to apologize? No. You did what you had to, I guess. I knew my special girl would understand. Why else do you think I left everything I owned to you? You liked me. That too, but I also knew you wouldn't sell it. You were special, our special. I could always see it. I knew one day you'd become one of us. I just never thought it would be one of us. My own pack. <laughs> Waylon will make a wonderful mate for you. Waylon? Oh, you mean Jeff. Right, I keep forgetting. Been calling him by his first name for over ten years now. You mean you knew him before you died? Jesus, Nana, you could have saved us all a lot of time and just introduced me right off the bat. Right, because I'm psychic like that. <laughs> God, I've missed you. I kept tabs on you over the years, but believe me, I have missed you. More than I can say. Was Papa in the pack? Tessa, your grandfather started the pack. No shit. I should you not. He gathered all of us together. He took Waylon into the fold. Jeff. Right. Jeff. How do you handle Papa being gone? I mean, 
If Jeff goes into the other room, my skin starts crawling. I don't think I could take it if he died. Died? Oh, so... Sweetheart, your grandfather's not dead. What? No, he is very much alive. Then why isn't he with you or in Vegas with the others? Robert was our leader for a long time, but he had his authority challenged. He lost. He had to leave. Those are his rules. Fucking Hector. And you didn't go with him? It was his wish that I stay. To keep protecting them. He couldn't abandon them completely. Even though they had turned their backs on him. It's agony to be apart. Like... Part of your soul is missing. Yes. I go to him every so often. But it makes it all that much harder... When I have to leave again. It won't be like this forever, though. Why? I believe in Waylon. I mean Jeff. Damn it. Hey, uh, hi. I'm, uh, looking for painkillers. Percocet, Tramadol, Vicodin. You got the green? Yeah, here. I also got some really good stuff, man. You got a nice face, so I'll let you try it for half price. No, thanks. I just want the pills. Here's the cash. Aw, oh, come on, man. It'll give you a really great high. I don't want a high. I just want the damn pills. You a narc? Look, asshole. I have money. Give me the pills. I don't think so, man. Shit, take it easy. Give me the fucking drugs. Now! Yeah, yeah, here you go, man. I, I was just kidding, man. <laughs> See? <laughs> kidding? <laughs> Have a nice day. Shit. Strong, strong boy, aren't you, Jeff? Yes, you are. There we go. Open up. Here comes another one. Let me go, Maria. Please. I swear. I'll come back. I won't. I won't. Say anything about what you are. Who you are. I, I swear, just let me go. Oh, I have no doubt you'll come back. You're mine. You keep saying that. 
It's true. I made you. You can't go back now. It's too late. You're mine. And there's nothing you can do about it. Oh, that is so cute. Oh, that would be Hector. You're, you're leaving again? You were gone for two days before. Oh, sweetheart. You'll be unconscious. I gave you enough pills, you'll be out before I even leave. Jealous? <laughs> How adorable. I think you're gonna do just fine. You've survived this far. The others didn't. Except, of course, for Hector. Maria. Robert! <laughs> I wasn't expecting you. Hector tells me you've done it again. Oh, Hector, what am I gonna do with him? He's such a tattletale. You're not gonna charm your way out of this. But my new one's doing very nicely. I really think the connection is gonna be there soon. No, you don't. The minute he gets his wits back, he's not gonna be so cute. Oh, Robert, you're not gonna make me kill this one too, are you? No, Robert. Don't have her kill this one too. His mind's still working? Why are you all chained up like this? Did you try and harm yourself? Only when I try and get away. Why aren't you moving? She gave me many, many pills. <sighs> You're out to kill him already, Maria! Do you have any idea what the withdrawal alone is going to do to him? He's strong, Robert. He's a survivor. I think that this one is going to be it. He's just going to form the same connection that Hector did to you. And you're going to feel nothing. You can't keep running around like this looking for a fast solution to your problem. You're hurting yourself and your family and these poor boys. If you care about him, if you honestly think he's the one for you, cut him loose. Let him choose to come back to you. I think it's time for you to go. We're not done here. Ugh, whatever. Do as you like then. But show yourself out. Oh, when did we get in the merry-go-round? Those pills are starting to hit you. I don't have much time. Where does she keep the keys? In the desk. I'll leave these dummy locked. The decision's up to you, but my advice is to be gone by the time she comes back. Here, my business card. It's got my number on it. When you're ready for help, give me a call. Alright, 
he's running through the pasture in my red and white striped knee socks and Robert's orange and purple Bermuda shorts, dodging cows left and right, and the farmer is chasing after him with his shotgun. Then he... <laughs> Speak of the devil and he appears. You can stop lurking by the stairs, Waylon. Jeff! Ah, right. Hi, honey. Oh, oh rented legs. Ugh. Hello, beautiful. You okay? I feel like shit. Other than that, I'm fine. I found you some Percocet. Mmm, yummy. More drugs. I'm just gonna give you one to bring the pain down. You alright with that? I'm alright with that. Please, I'm gonna ask you not to leave for a while. Take this opportunity to be near me while I'm not psychotic. I don't know how long it's going to last. Oh, yeah. Jeff, I'd like you to meet my Nana, who I thought was dead, but wasn't. I know who Abby... Wait, did you say your grandmother? I'm as shocked as you are. Thank you for ignoring my advice and not killing my granddaughter. I would have been very irritated. I can see where Tessa gets her sense of humor. I need to lay down. Can somebody help me up the steps? You go away, Jeff. I'll bring up the food in a minute. <laughs> you know, you don't have to carry me everywhere. This is faster. And it's been way too long since I last had my hands on you. It's been a few hours. I rest my case. <laughs> Why were you downstairs anyway? Nana was trying to show me how we make steaks, so they get warm, but not cooked. That's how we like them, right? Right. It didn't exactly sound like a cooking lesson, though. Well, she was also telling me some funny stories about you. <laughs> <laughs> You've done some really stupid shit. Abby doesn't even know the half of it. Tessa. I need to ask you something. Shoot! No, I gave you that chance about a month ago, and you passed it up. Ah, funny. <laughs> Just ask the damn question. What would you do if I died? What? I'm taking advantage of you being lucid. What would you do if I died? I don't know. Probably curl into a ball and wish I was dead too. Okay. Why did you ask me that? Seeing you like this brings back memories. Some of them I'd rather not recall. Not all of us remember the change process, and with luck you won't either. That's why you asked me? Because you're remembering your change? Parts of it, anyway, but no. Do you remember the professor I told you about? The one you were involved with? Yes. Maria. She wasn't just my professor, or my lover. She made me what I am. Like how you made me what I am becoming. No, nothing like that. What happened between her and I isn't anything like you and me. Why not? She wasn't his true mate. I thought we mate for life. Yes, but that mate is recognized in one single person and no one else. For you, my dear, it's Jeff. It will always be Jeff, no matter what happens to either of you. And for him, it will always be you. Then why did Maria turn him if he wasn't meant for her? Maria's mate had died. A car accident. 
In most cases, when one mate dies, the other will remain alone. It isn't easy by any means, and often ends unpleasantly. Suicide? Or a mental institute. In Maria's case, she retained her wits, but it made her desperate, and to try and cure her emptiness, she began changing man after man. Not that she was changing everyone she ran into. After all, we can't just turn whoever we want. How does it happen? It runs in your bloodline. Whoa, whoa. Does that mean- Yes, that means your brothers and sisters have it too. Oh god, I don't think I can handle that. The others that Maria turned, they had the blood, but- But what? They didn't make it through their change period. What you're going through right now, they all went insane. Robert told Maria to kill them. Papa did? Rather than have them live that way. It was kinder. So so that means... No, no, you're different. Waylon, there is a chance. But it doesn't happen to everyone, and you have us to guide you through it. Not everyone has that advantage, isn't that right, Jeff? Right. That backpacking you told me about? You weren't backpacking, were you? I did backpack. Later. But not at that time, no. I was running half-crazed through the countryside. Which is a form of backpacking, I suppose. He didn't call Robert until three weeks had gone by. I should have called sooner. Yes, you should have. This is my wife, Abigail. She goes by Abby. Nice to meet you. Robert, are you going to ask the nice naked boy in? Right. Come on inside. This is your house? One of them. No need to look so spooked. It's just the three of us. Have a seat. No. No thanks. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, for all I know, I could have been an hour or, since I saw you last or a, a year. I'm really not sure where I've been or how I got here. Have a look at the papers. Ah, here we are. Naked peeping Tom strikes again. Uh, that be you. You'd think they'd have come up with something more clever. We've been tracking you. Then why didn't you- I wasn't going to push you. I knew if you wanted help, and the police didn't catch you first, you'd call. You want a robe or something? It must be cold. Sure. Thanks. Abby, would you mind? Where... where are the rest of them? Who? The pack? Well, we don't all live together, if that's what you're asking. We do have separate lives. But we look out for one another. Here you go. Thank you. Listen, what's your name? Waylon. Uh, my friends call me... Waylon. Born of the wolf. That's fitting. I guess it is now. Well, Waylon, you have a choice. Your mind is nearly back in one piece, right? I think so. At least you're thinking. Your change is about done then. But your new life is just beginning. You know what you are now, don't you? Yes. Well, you're gonna need to know how to get around in this world. 
where you're a minority and everyone else sees you as a threat. You can go it alone, like you have for the past three weeks. I would advise against that. Or you can be welcomed into this pack. Maria turned you, so you're our responsibility now. Your responsibility? What about her? Where is she? Oh, dear. What? What is it? Maria's dead, Waylon. What? I'm sorry. When did it happen? A week ago. Waylon. Don't do anything stupid. You can't bring her back. I really like that robe. She was here with someone in this house. Maria. Over here. Blood. Hers. This was no accident. I can smell her fear. Someone. Someone killed her. Other people. Sterile. Metallic. They took her. Took her away. Others. Robert. Abby. Too late. They already took her. But who did it? Who killed her? Who? Who? Classic me. Something stupid. What any college boy does when he's upset. He goes out and gets very, very drunk. We pulled him out of a ditch the next morning. Did you ever find out what happened to her, Nana? No. Foul play had been suspected, but there was no autopsy. Why not? We can't have much to do in the way of doctors, hospitals, and morgues. We couldn't be connected to it. Robert paid some guys to get in there and get rid of the body before any conclusions could be drawn. The case went cold after a while and was dropped. That's awful. No burial, nothing human. As I said, that's not the way it usually happens, Tessa. We all mourned her in our own way. Some of us still did up until about a month ago. So sad, she must be so upset, I bet... I bet she's pissed. Oh boy, here we go again. Uh, what if she's out there? 
Tessa, breathe. Outside the house, she, focus. She keeps watching me. Okay, okay, it, Jeff, it's okay. You need to I'm save here. me from her. She's Calm watching, down. Jeff. Just relax. Calm down. Tell me she's gonna make it, Abby. Tell me she's strong. She's gonna be all right. Keep it together, Jeff. It's just taking her a little longer. A three-week change is a flash in the pan. But her mind is... It just can't tolerate... No, if you lose faith, then this is pointless. Are you saying this just because she's your granddaughter, or do you really believe it? What would Robert recommend? She's going to be fine. And if she isn't, then you'll have a lot more to worry about than the lack of a mate, Waylon. I didn't mean to offend you. Of course you didn't. Stay positive. She's like you, a survivor. Your mate needs you. I'll leave you alone. Robert? (sighs) I've missed you too. The news I'm about to give you could be very good or very, very bad. I think it's time you came back. In the next chapter of Once Upon a Time in Vegas, we return to the City of Lights. I can't believe you let Jeff borrow the company jet. Terry, it's been a month since that happened. Can you please stop chapping my ass about it? Alan, do we really need to have this meeting with Jenny today? Ginger, and yes, you told me you didn't want to date any more actresses. Isn't this what you want? I said I wanted to date someone real. That walking mannequin's not real. She's a PR agent, for Christ's sake. Alan, she'll look absolutely stunning with you. And you know her already. She's perfect. I'm stopping for coffee. Going to need it. Philip? You! You have absolutely no idea what my name is, do you? No! I do remember you! You never showed up to the party that night. Do you have an appointment? I don't need one. Just tell her it's Hector. Ginger? What is it, Pierre? Um, uh, someone named Hector is here to see you. Send him in. And make sure we're not disturbed. A few surprises will be revealed in Book 2, Chapter 3. Ruined Shoes. Coming November 14th, 2008. Only at PendantAudio.com. Once Upon a Time in Vegas. Book 2, Chapter 2. What You Are. Featuring the voice talents of... Marley Norton as Abby. Renee Christine Jones as Tessa. David Alt as Jeff, John Howard as the dealer, M. Sierra Garcia as Maria, and Jeremiah McCoy as Robert. Written by Alicia Lane Matheson and Renee Christine Jones, based on an original work of fiction by Renee Christine Jones and Alicia Lane Matheson, directed by Alicia Lane Matheson, original music composed by Kevin McLeod, produced by Pendant Productions. 
Once Upon a Time in Vegas, created by Alicia Lane Matheson and Renee Christine Jones. Copyright 2008, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.